Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. All right, today's iTunes review of the week is brought to you by C. Hayes 77. I am so happy to have found this podcast. I look forward to listening to the new episode every week. I just finished the latest episode on lifting weights and loved it. I listened to it three times because it's so informative. I feel like I have a trainer in my ear when I listened and a friend to chat with along with the things I love, fitness. Oh, thank you so much, C. Hayes. That just fills my heart so full. So anyone else has a review, please absolutely share it with me. I love this and I appreciate every single review that I get. It just melts my heart that I am sharing the information that is going to be helpful for you to make sure that health and fitness is easy for you. Ah, magic makers. Today I am talking all about consistency. And this is like the perfect day to talk about consistency because I've been trying to record this podcast for, let's see, the past two hours. And it has just been like one noisy interruption after the other that I've just been sitting here at my desk, like praying to the sound gods to make it stop. And so that's what many of us feel when it comes to consistency. You know, you have this plan. I am going to, you know, cook a meal or go to the gym or do all the things that you want to do to be consistent with your health. And then life throws something at you that was unexpected. Didn't expect there to be people ripping up the street and then they're talking to each other. It was just a hot mess. So how many of you feel that way? That noise, that so much stuff around when it comes to the holidays and I saw this great um, meme about, you know, I'm really good until a Wednesday comes or a weekend comes or Thanksgiving, Christmas. And so many of you say that to me. They're like, oh, okay, I'm doing great until. And today I really want to say, how do we start to break free of the I'm good until? You know, how do we start to stop making the same mistakes of expecting life to always be exactly the same? And, you know, let's be honest, let's, let's go, let's call it 80%. 80% of the time, your life happens the way it always happens, right? Boom, boom, boom. You, you plan something on Monday, it's going to happen. You plan something for Tuesday, it happens, so on and so forth. What many of us get tripped up in is that when our schedules don't line up. Um, it could be an unexpected schedule change, you know, this last minute project that just must get done, a sick kid, a, you know, a broke down car, a holiday, the holidays, summer, so forth. And so it's something that like throws us off of our rhythm, off of our game. And so the big thing is that, well, let's anticipate, 
you know, for most of us, let's just start with the things we known quantities, like let's, let's table the unknown stuff, but let's just talk about the known quantities. So for many of us, as we start to approach, you know, summer holidays, what have you, we kind of know what our schedules look like. So I'm just going to talk about the holidays. We know that Thanksgiving is always going to happen on the fourth uh, Thursday of the month. We know that bottom line. So you know that maybe you're the person who hosts it. Maybe you're the person who go- you're going somewhere. What are the things you know about that weekend? You know, and so what is diff- what can be different about that week? So let's just, you know, zoom out and say, okay, here we are. It's the week before Thanksgiving. So we're sitting down on Sunday and we're saying, okay, what is my week going to look like? So if I'm cooking, you know, how much time am I dedicating to cooking? Are you doing a little pre-cook every single day? Or are you that person who gets up at 5 a.m. to get the bird in? And then, you know, the day like, you know, it's like a roller coaster ride from there. Ladies, are you ready to revolutionize your daily routine and prove to yourself that you can be consistent? Say hello to Lifestyle 66. It is your ultimate companion for a smoother, steadier, and more sustainable journey towards living a healthy lifestyle. If you are tired of struggling to be consistent, just letting life just get in your way, that's why I created Lifestyle 66. It's here to make weight loss and healthy living effortless. No more intimidating challenges that make you feel like you have to radically shift your life in order to get results. I'm here to offer you realistic and sustainable activities that seamlessly fit into your daily life. Picture yourself 66 days from now basking in the glow of your remarkable progress without the guilt, without the shame, and a big fat smile on your face. Say goodbye to complicated schedules and grueling workouts. It is all about simple, healthy habits that support your genuine progress and sustain that forward momentum. So join Lifestyle 66 today. There is a special offer just for Black Friday and give yourself a chance to find consistency without the struggle. If you are ready to make weight loss effortless, even if you're menopausal, even if you're over 30, today's the day. It's your first step towards taking a more consistent and fulfilling life. So start Lifestyle 66 right now. Grab the link in my bio. What does that week look like for you? Okay, where, you know, box out the, then that's not possible for me to work out or that, you know, that Thanksgiving is not a day you're gonna die, right? So let's just kind of look at what is that week look like for you? Then I'd say, okay, based on, I I box out the times that it's not possible for me. Let's look at the times that are possible for me. You know, if I'm not traveling, you know, maybe I can um, work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and, you know, forget about Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, You know, what does that look like for you? Is my gym even open on Thursday? Maybe I can throw the bird in and tell my family to keep an eye on, on it, and then I can go to the gym for an hour, or I can go for a walk while someone else keeps an eye on the bird and then come back and, you know, start the rest of my day. You know, what are, instead of saying I can't, like, what are some of the possibilities for you so that we can start to say, what can we put in there? The second thing I always look at is that, you know, if you're someone who's like, I go six days a week and Thanksgiving, I'm just, you know, if you're traveling, let's say, you know, you're traveling, say maybe Wednesday, Thursday, 
uh, Friday, Saturday, maybe driving home on Sunday. So it's like, okay, great. So maybe we're in the car on Wednesday. So could I, could, is Wednesday a, a no-go or is it Wednesday might be, it might be 30 minutes in your basement or 30 minutes of yoga on a YouTube video. You know, what does that look like for you? Um, you know, maybe instead of us kind of getting so zoned in on my workout has to be this, right? It has to be a one hour thing. It has to be 90 minutes. It has to be in a gym. It has to, has to, has to. What if we zoom out and we say, here are what the challenges are going to be. What can I realistically expect myself to do? Because usually what I see is that it's like, it's like a light switch. It's like, I'm either doing it or I'm not. If it's not perfect, it's a, it's a no-go. So here's what we just kind of say, how do we kind of say, Let's set our realistic expectations. And I always challenge my clients to come in with a good, better, best, right? What is your best week? What is a better week? What's a good week? And that way we, we just wash away our guilt, our shame, our blame, our whatever. We go in and we're like, okay, I'm going to sit down and we're like, this is what this week of the holiday season looks like. This is what this week of summer looks like, because I get it, you know, from, you know, probably from the week of Thanksgiving through the end of the year, you know, between social events and kids, uh, end of the year, do dads, um, your end of the year, it might be a busy time of the year for you. Um, it might be a quieter time of the year for you, whatever it is, like, here's where we kind of start to say, like, unpack what, how is it going to unfold for us? And the key here is that you have to set realistic expectations. I don't know how many times, you know, people would be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to keep up with my six days a week. Great if you can, but do you have to? You know, I don't want people to sacrifice fun for I need to go to the gym because I spent decades with my gym schedule dictating what my life schedule looked like. And for you, I want you to be able to flip that around and just kind of like zoom out and say, okay, you know, I'm a weekly planner. So I sit down on, on Sunday. I'm like, okay, what does this week look like? What's going on? What's happening? And no, and so like, you know, this, you know, for me, the week of Thanksgiving is a little bit busier. You know, I'm, I help out uh, at a gym a couple of times a week. And so I'm like, I'm teaching on Thanksgiving. I'm teaching the, the on that Saturday. And so it's like, I have two extra days that I'm not in my groove. So I'm like, okay, what's the mix? What's what's the workout for, for me that week? And so it's not like, oh, well, I usually work out on Thursday. And because I'm working on Thursday, can't work out. No, it's like, okay, I'm usually work out on I usually work out on Thursday. I'm working on Thursday. Okay. So now typically Tuesday is my rest day. So I'm definitely making sure I'm, I'm gonna work out on Tuesday and I'm gonna work out on Sunday. And so that way I typically don't do four days in a row, but because there's a shuffle in the week, that's how it's going to be this week. And then the following week, you know what? I'm back to normal. So it's like, let's us kind of like start to figure out how do we roll with the punches versus being like, well, Thanksgiving's on Thursday and I work out on Thursday, so mm, I can't work out or I'm at so-and-so's house. You know, maybe your workout is a walk. Maybe you, you know, print something out. I have a, a thing called Fat Burning Friday. So if you follow me on um, social media, in my, I have a Facebook group. If you use the hashtag uh, Fat Burning Friday, I have 
numerous workouts that can easily be done with no weights, dumbbells, easily done that if you are in some corner of the guest bedroom of such and such's house, you can get it done. Right. So that, that's like, that's the, the biggest thing. And, and now I, I think for most people, it's, it's the food. They're like, there's food everywhere. I, I can't escape the food. There's food, food, food. So here, the, the big thing is when it comes to food, I always tell people food has no power over you. You are in control. You are a grown ass woman. You are sitting here. You're making the decisions. So the key is when I'm making the decisions, decide. Right before you head out, uh, one of in, in my belly fat code course, I do a whole module about decisions and choices. Right, and so the big thing when it comes to consistency is making better decisions. And so, what does decisions and choices mean? Before I go out, I'm deciding we're going to this Christmas party. We're going to whatever. I'm only going to have. X number of drinks and stick with it. That's my drink budget. Boom. I don't care about the drink pushers. Trust me. I have plenty of friends who are drink pushers. My husband's best friend is a drink pusher. He now has learned it's taken decades. He now has learned that sometimes I'm going to have a drink and then sometimes I'm not. And when I say no, no means no. I'm good. It doesn't matter if it's white wine. It doesn't matter if it's champagne. I don't give a shit that it's like, whatever. I'm not going to have it. And he finally gets it that I'm like, I'm good. Um, so decide, you know, are you going to drink? Are you not going to drink? And be the, can you be that person who decides before you go? If you're going out to a cocktail party, if you're going out to any kind of party, are you going to decide that, all right, I'm going to have X number of drinks. I'm going to have a fun appetizer, a fun dessert, fun entree, whatever, and create a budget. And once that budget has been reached, you're done. You're going to focus in on the healthier options. Or are you going to choose to be in the moment? And if you choose to be in the moment, that's okay. But on the drive home, there's no invitation for negative Nancy to be up in your ear being like, girlfriend, we get to burn it off. Because guess what? There's no such thing as burning it off. I don't give a shit what you find on the socials. There's no like eat a crab puff and do 400 of something. No, you eat it, you own it. That's it, bottom line. So if you decide that you're going to have a budget or you choose to be in the moment, that is you. You are a grown ass woman and you went in with a clear head. So I want you to think about those of your two. Those are, that's the biggest obstacle I know for many people's food. Now I know some people are like, oh my God, I can't resist. For so many of us, we set up food like we have this like dream weaver about food we're like oh my god and whatever your food is um for years i did um i was a coach for fitness competitors and the big food for many of the fitness competitors was peanut butter peanut butter was like oh my god peanut butter and it was just like you know like uh if if it was like a disney movie like some type of like dust like that fairy dust cloud would pop up and like the peanuts would be around dancing and i would just like see these women literally have these like outer body experiences about peanut butter and we romanticize it we romanticize the food that we can't control that like you know one scoop and then the jar is gone so here's where 
and I was like that with ice cream. You know, I don't want you to think that like I never had this like, you know, romancing the food, right? I used to watch, um, I live in Boston and there was a TV show called um, Phantom Gourmet. And my husband used to say, I was, it was like food porn for me. I would just sit there and watch. There were restaurants I knew I would never ever go to, but I'd be like, oh my God, that seems so delicious. That's so good. Right? Like a sausage. I will never eat a sausage. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so good. It's so tasty. Because we romanticize food, right? So especially especially around the holidays or even like summertime, you know, I live in New England. So it's like, you know, oh my God, a summer's not complete without a lobster roll. A summer's not complete without, you know, ice cream from such and such farm. Um, holidays, you know, the holidays aren't complete without, you know, aunt so-and-so's pie or whatever her dishes or whatever your dishes. So instead of us kind of saying, I can only have this now. It kind of falls into, I know this is going to get a little woo, so I apologize. It falls into the law of abundance. What if you can have pecan pie on a random Tuesday in February or a random Thursday in July? Why do you only have to have pecan pie in November or December, right? So it starts to say, the second thing is, there's more where it came from. So instead of being like, I have to eat myself silly, eat myself into a stupor where I have to like think about, should I be wearing my pregnancy pants or should I be like wearing my stretchiest pants? Think to yourself, can't like I can have more. And so it takes about 20 minutes for our brain and our stomach to talk to each other. And so the the what I, I always ask my clients is that, you know, especially during like a holiday time or a night a night out, uh, social eating, drinking, so forth, give yourself 20 minutes, you know, leave a few bites on your on your plate. Or if you know you're somewhere where they're, you know, passing hors d'oeuvres and it's kind of hard to keep up, just every time the person comes by, every other time the person comes by, you take something off the tray. And so that way you got to start to like, you know, slow down your eating, your drinking so that you kind of start give your, your brain and your stomach time to have that. We good. We good conversation. And as you're doing this, right, you are starting to, to recognize hunger. And one of the biggest things I've learned with women over 40 is that we've lost the sense of hunger. For, uh, for decades, we've been told you must eat at a certain interval or, you know, you think to yourself, I'm never going to have this food, so I need to eat it all right now. And so we are either starving or we're stuffed, right? We never take the time to be like, if I leave a few bites on my plate, am I going to be okay? We never, we never look at that. So I want you to really start to think about you know, giving yourself the space to recognize the hunger, you know, give yourself that 20 minutes. The other thing is, you know, I know at this time of year, you know, um, I have had a client and she uh, used to go to these potlucks and, you know, she was the director of this nonprofit. And of course, you know, as the director, everyone wants to showcase their favorite, you know, their dish. And she's like, it's really hard for me to like not have it, you know, because, you know, I'm the director and then it seems like I'm snubbing them. Then it turns into this like, you know, do thing. So I said, that's great. Put Just put a spoonful on your plate and just like, I'm just going to do a taste. And I'm going to come back and, you know, pull, figure out my favorites. And no one's going to say no, right? No one's going to say, okay, she's, she's, she tasted my stuff. And then unless they're, you're, you know, they're that like Susie Hawkeye who like literally follows you around the room to make sure you go back for their whatever dishes. That way you can, you can be the like, 
peacemaker so that no one feels like you're snubbing their dish. And after three bites, if it doesn't roll your eyes back up in your head, guess what? You don't have to eat it. You know, um, another client of mine, the biggest thing that she took away from me was that she didn't have to be part of the clean plate clean plate club anymore. You know, there's no need. And I know that many of you listening, depending on what age you're at, you know, you're either told that um, there were children dying and, you know, sorry, I'm sorry, not dying, starving in Africa, China, India, some country outside of the US, some someone was starving, and we were taking for granted the food we had on the plate. So to avoid that, put less on your plate. And if you're hungry, you have more. The other thing that um, I always recommend is that instead of putting all of the food on your, like out on the table, just individually serve it and like leave it on the stove. But if you're at like, you know, um, Thanksgiving and everything's out on the table, one of the things that I do is I, I, as soon as I'm finished eating, I get up and I remove my plate. And that way I'm not tempted to pick, right? Because I can, I've seen it. I've I've sat at holiday tables. This is not me judging. It's just, I, it's observation, right? It's like a, uh, behavioral, uh, you know how like they have those like experiments and you and there's like behind like this like two-way mirror and you're just like looking at things. This this is no judgment. I'm not judging anyone whose table I've ever been at. So there's that for those of you listening. It's just it's just it's human nature that if there's something in front of you, you will pick at it. And so what I find and if your plate's in front of it, it'll make it so much easier because you'll just take a little bit and take a little bit. And next thing you know, you don't really remember how many you how much you had. So I always like when I'm done eating, I take my plate away and I put it in the, I put it in the kitchen. And that way I'm, I'm, I'm like, I've shut myself off and that's my little trick, but you can come up with plenty of tricks. I know that um, another person that I follow on social media, when she was done, she would shake paper, like she was at a restaurant, she would shake pepper all over her plate or put her napkin over her food. Like she did and put a glass on it. She did something so that she couldn't just sit there and pick at whatever was left over um, on her plate. So when it comes to navigating food, it's like, Again, plan your food. Um, just like our workout. I look at my week and I'm like, okay, I know that I have a busy week. What am I going to do for those busy nights that I'm cooking? You know, my husband cooked a couple of nights, but he's also got some nighttime commitment. So what is it? How are we going to come, you know, fill in the gaps in that nighttime? Nighttimes that we both have commitments and, you know, kind of think ahead. And, you know, people are like, oh, if I, if I ask my spouse, we're going to have like pizza or Chinese, blah, blah, blah. great, have it. There, one, build it into your budget. Two, there isn't a pizza shop on the planet that doesn't make a grilled chicken salad. Get that grilled chicken salad, have a slice of pizza, rock on with your bad self. There's not a Chinese uh, food place on the planet that doesn't have some type of stir fry. You know, like we don't, like have this have this stir fry with some protein. Ask for extra 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 pro- protein, and we're good. You know, it's when we have the like fried egg rolls or the fried crab ragoon or the you know that's when things become challenging with Chinese food. But there's so many other options. You know, when we have to go, and I get it. I live in a city, and I can get pretty much anything I want <laughs> delivered to my door. But if you have limited options and this pizza and Chinese are really the only two things you can have, you can easily health those up without the shame and the guilt. But a lot of times when it comes to 
uh, meal prep during these times, I will just, and I don't spend hours in the kitchen. I'm not that girl who's like, I've been in the kitchen for hours meal prepping. And I have all my, my black boxes sitting outside to prove it to you and Instagram worthy. No, I don't do that. I've never done that. I just don't. One, I don't enjoy cooking that much. I enjoy, I cook so I don't starve. Um, I double cook, right? So if you know that you are going to be busy, I double cook. So it's like, I, I'm like, I cooked on Sunday. I know I'm busy Monday, Tuesday. I cook enough to get me through Tuesday. So then I cook fresh again on Wednesday. My crock pot, we are besties. Throw that in the crock pot. Boom, boom, boom. I also do a lot of things where like I freeze ahead of time. And um, one of my biggest tips, I know some people like, when I freeze, my food gets smushy. The biggest thing I can say about freezing is that you have to let your food cool because it's the condensation that gets your food mushy and mushy food sucks. <laughs> mushy food is absolutely positively horrible. All right. So we've navigated how to get our workouts in. We've talked about eating. The biggest thing I want to talk about is mental health and self-care. I, it's really easy to get hopped up because, you know, you might have expectations about what you want to bring to the holiday. You know, there might be expectations from someone else about what they want from your holiday. How can we manage that stress so we're not like running around like stress balls? And one of the biggest things is is self-care. Now, I realize that like many of you think when I say self-care, I'm talking about, you know, manicures, pedicures, so forth. No, not at all. I am talking about, um, when I talk about self-care, I'm asking you to think about a bedtime. Can I set a bedtime? Can I set aside 10, 15 minutes a day where I am not, I don't care about anyone. This is my time. For me, that is my bedtime. My bedtime is me. Most people have a morning ritual. I, I don't have a morning ritual. I have a wind down time. I need that. That's what helps me just like decompress from the day and get ready to move into the next day. That's that's how I deal with my stress. That's how I manage my stress. Um, but also sleep. You know, what can you do? I know we're going out late, you know, what can you do to make sure you get that bedtime, right? And I, and I know the women listen, that I'm listening to, like, we're not those people who are out at 2 a.m. anymore. If you are, God love you. If I had to stay out at 2 a.m. and get up at like 7, I don't know who, who I would be. But I want you to start thinking about, you know, how do we start to make sure we're getting the sleep and we're getting in that self-care, whatever that looks like for you. It could be 10 minutes of breath work in your car before you walk in. You know, one of my clients, um, when she drives home, she's like, I listen to, um, I can't remember the name of the artist, but she listens to two of their songs that makes her feel excited. And she sings it at the top of her lungs. And by the time she gets into the, you know, by the time she like sings those two songs and she gets to her driveway, she's like, I'm ready for whatever is going to unfold when I walk through walk through the door. So those are like, you know, so it's like, yeah, definitely making sure we keep up with our workouts to keep up with the eating, but definitely like that mental, that self-care, because how many of you are stress eaters that you're like, oh my God. And then you reach for whatever the food that you reach for, or maybe you're a not eater when you stress, like, you know, you, you, you know what you are when you're, when you do or do not eat. Um, and then finally, like, here's where I ask you to, to here's where we set some realistic goals for the holidays. In you know, I, I earlier mentioned earlier about good, better, best. So what is what does a workout look like for you? You know, um, for me, this I typically a five-day-a-week workout, but three is my bare minimum. Like, so that's like my bare minimum. 
you know, what is your bare minimum for food? You know, what is that food budget for you? You know, going into the week and saying, okay, is there a holiday this week? Is there a party this week? Is this for this week? You know, where are the foods that I'm going to add? And then making sure the foods, the days around that, I'm like, I'm maintaining. I'm not asking you to like, you know, drop down. I'm only going to eat 500 calories and, you know, celery and Diet Coke. It's like, okay, how do I make sure that the days that if I do have an event that week that I'm like, okay, I'm on track for the days that I don't have an event. Um, And one of the ways I've been doing my, uh, I've been doing a lot of tracking over the last couple of weeks, a couple of months um, is pre putting my food in like, you know, let's be honest, nine times out of 10, many of you eat the same shit. (laughs) And so I just sit down after breakfast and I just pre-plan my my day that I already know what I'm having. And so that way I can start to see the gaps. And one of the biggest gaps that I see for many women is protein. And even if you bump up your protein by like an ounce for every meal that you have, that will go a long way. If you're at a party and you focus in on the protein based appetizers or the protein based entrees um it will go a long it will go a long way um and you know be okay with zero days but can we do our best to not have two days in a row where we're not doing anything you know i always say something is better than nothing but even if it's a walk, right, can we just work on acts of daily living? You know, let's say Thanksgiving, your, your, you know, you put your inner Martha Stewart comes out, like Thanksgiving is your jam. And you're like, okay, I, can, I, I'm the queen of Thanksgiving. Great, rock on. But when you put the turkey in and whatever else you do, I've never made a turkey. So I, I got nothing on this. I've seen it done. <laughs> Maybe you put the turkey in at 5 a.m., and maybe you do something at the house. Maybe you go out for a walk. You know, maybe it's a post-dinner walk, whatever. What can you do that is just moving your body at, at that time? Um, I want you just want you just think about like something's better than nothing. So if it's not going to be your normal schlog at the gym, what can even 15 minutes of something, right? Something to move your body, just to stimulate you and just to make you feel like you had some you time. Okay. So I get that consistency is challenging. And so one of the things that I'm going to do in in, uh, moving into uh, 2024 is that I've created a 66 day challenge. And it's not one of those challenges where this, like you must do this or die. The biggest thing that I've seen when it comes to consistency is that you have to do you, right? That's you have to do you, you have to pick a pace that's going to work for you. So I've given you a framework over 66 days that your goal is to see if you can keep up with these. And these are the biggest dial movers. These are the things that if you do these regularly, you will see progress. You will see your, um, you will see progress. You will see the needle move on other things. You'll have more energy uh, better sleep, better mood, those things will start to change. And so what I'm doing is called, it's called Lifestyle 66. And y'all like to check boxes. It is, you get to check your boxes for 66 days just to see how we can ma- manage our consistency kicking off 2024. Now, I'm hosting a Black Friday sale that is going to start on Friday. And to get the Black Friday savings, all you got to do, click the link in my bio uh, in the show notes here. And you will get a month, a free month of accountability to get you through the holidays 
Plus, you will get over 50 different high-protein recipes that are easy to make, no eye of newt searching type thing. And then you'll also get 30 days in my Fit Girl Magic Society. It's my premium health and fitness mentorship where you will get workouts, monthly challenges, and group coaching sessions, plus vegan recipes. So if that brings you joy, do me a favor, check out the show notes and sign yourself up so that you can get this great package. It is a ridiculous price. I'm not even going to say it. You got you to go click the link because it is a ridiculous price. You got to go click the link in there. But if you have any questions about consistency, know someone who needs to hear this, do me a favor, please absolutely share this podcast with them. All right, ladies, enjoy the rest of your day. Happy holidays. And don't worry, you can do this. This holiday is about breaking the habit of saying I can't and focusing in on the habit of I can. All right, magic makers, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.